0: Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda Davis. I'm Linda Davis. Before we dive into God's Word today, just a little bit about myself. I love Jesus, I love coffee, and I love sharing keys to abundant living. So if you haven't already, go grab a cup of coffee and join me today as I talk about anticipated expectation. I heard the Lord speak those words. I'm looking for an anticipated expectation. And so what does that actually mean? What does it mean, an anticipated expectation? Well, you break down the two words. Anticipated basically means to regard as possible. Like you're waiting for it. You're predicting it. It's going to happen. It's a forerunner to receiving something. And then we have expectation. So what does that mean? Expectation is a strong belief that something will happen. So you have a regard for something being possible. It's a forerunner to receiving something. And then you have the expectation of a strong belief that something will in fact happen. It's going to take place. So an anticipated expectation is basically... Wrapping up our faith, our trust, and our hope all into one. And our level of expectation is a reflection of that faith, of that trust, and of that hope. In the circumstances we either find ourselves in or we are believing for. And so when we can take those things, when we can have an anticipated expectation and line that up with God's promises, line that up with his written word, his spoken word, uh, a dream, a vision he's given us, a prophetic word that's been spoken over us. When we can line those things up, that faith, that trust, that hope, that it's actually possible, it actually can take place We before we receive it. Because when you already are holding the very thing in your hand, that takes zero expectation. That takes zero faith and trust, right? The hope isn't gone because it's already in your hands. So when we're, when we're waiting to receive, and we have in that that regarding of a possibility, when it connects with the strong belief that it will happen, when those things line up with God's word, whatever way his word came to you, That's powerful. That's just manifestation waiting to happen. That's two or more agreeing. When we can line up with God's will, that's why consistently my my biggest, one of my biggest prayers, I guess, is have your way. Have your way, Lord. I want to be in agreement. I want to have trust. I want to have faith and hope in your way. And when we do that, we're releasing God to move on our behalf. That's where our help comes from anyway, correct? The the Bible tells us, you know, David cried, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Speaking of David, he said in Psalm chapter five, in the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. So we've put this petition, whatever it is we have an anticipated expectation of, we put it before the Lord the cry of our heart before the Lord in line with his will in the morning. Oh Lord, you hear my voice in the morning. I lay my requests before you. And then what do we forget about it? Do we speak against it? No, the scripture says, and wait in expectation. I believe this 100%. God will meet us at our level of expectation. So what are you expecting? What are you anticipating to take place? What do you see as possible? What is your belief system? Is it lean towards the hope and the favor and the trust and the good? Or is it lean towards the negative and the discouraged and failure? And how do we know? How do we know what we're lining up with in our hearts? Because it really matters the true condition of our heart. How do we know where our heart stands? We watch our words. Our words will reveal us every single time. And it's tough sometimes, but it's it's a indicator to us. You know, not that you, you're going to lose everything the moment you speak at all against the expectations of the Lord in the Lord. But it's a good indicator if you're in tune to the words that you're speaking. I believe it's even God being faithful to show you this is the true condition of your heart. You know, like you're like, oh, I just don't believe this is ever going to happen. I'm just so frustrated. You know, forget it. I'm not even going to bother with that. When we're waiting on something, we have an expectation in the Lord. We've put that request before him. It lines up with his word and we have that anticipated expectation and a little more time passes than we thought would. Are we going to hold on to the expectation? Are we going to keep that anticipation high? It's tough to do that and so we get frustrated sometimes And then we we maybe don't even realize we're frustrated, but the words of our mouth begin to reveal that And we have to step back and realign our heart to the faith and the trust and the hope in the Lord that he will do what he said he's going to do. It seems like you're doing nothing when you put something before the Lord and to just wait upon him. Almost seems like we're doing nothing, but we're not. We're waiting with expectation. Like David said in Psalm chapter five, we wait with an anticipation that what we know God can do, and we prayed according to his will, and we truly have released him to have his way, he will have his way and he will do what he said he's going to do. And so we have to just expectantly wait, right? Rest in the Lord, but have an expectation in him. So it's not a, feels like a do nothing, but it's not a do nothing. We, we know the scripture says to not grow weary in our well-doing. It's so vital that we actively, actively anticipate, actively expect God to do all he said he's going to do, to show up on our behalf or on behalf of others around us, whatever it is, whatever that word is that we know came from the Lord, that we're standing on those promises. God's not a man that he should lie. If he said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. The difficult portion is what timeline is it in? We can't place him in our timeline. And we're so guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. And the frustration comes in when more time went by than we anticipated. See, we put an anticipation on it, a timeline on something with the Lord. And he doesn't function that way. As a matter of fact, he says there's a time and a season for everything. So we have to trust in his time. We have to not be weary in our well-doing. Because if we... Diminish the expectation. We're diminishing our faith. We're diminishing our trust. We're diminishing our hope. And then when that time comes, like I just said, when that due season comes, then we're not going to reap the harvest. Because we have fainted. We have grown weary. We're warned against this. So we have to stir ourselves up. We have to remind ourselves of the promise of God. We have to remind ourselves what that spoken word was, what that written word was, what that prophetic word was, what that dream was, what that vision was. We have to remind... David had to stir himself up, right? Paul told Timothy to stir himself up. So we wait upon the Lord with expectation, You know, there's so many scriptures on this. Isaiah 40 says, they that wait. Now, this kind of goes against the mentality of just waiting. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, right? Mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and they will not be weary and they will walk and they will not faint. Why? Because they have an anticipated expectation in the Lord. An active expectation that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Another way to put it would be to wait expectantly. Something's working. When you have an right? What do they say about a pregnant woman? She's expecting. It's not an overnight thing. It's a process. So she's expecting over a season of time, that thing is being produced in her and growing within her. And when the season's right, when it comes to fullness, it will be birthed out. It's the same with us and the Lord actively waiting with expectation that we know in the season, that thing that's stirring in us, that thing that's growing in us, right? The little, when you compare it to a baby in the womb being put together, knit together intricately in the womb. So are the things of the promises of God with us. They're being knit together intricately in the spiritual realm. We have to trust that God's working it out on our behalf. He's doing things we can't see. His hand is moving if he said his hand is going to move. And we have to trust that even though we don't see it before our natural eyes, It's happening in the spiritual because he said he's doing it. And we have to trust the process. We have to trust that however long it takes him to knit together that promise he spoke to us, it's going to be, it's going to come out, be birthed out perfectly. And I believe just like an expecting mother, we'll begin to see the signs when we get closer to holding that promise of God. As we anticipate, you don't ever hear a pregnant woman say, even though it's been three, four, five, now we're on six months, now we're on seven months. You don't ever hear her say she's not expecting anymore. Even though she's ready, she's overdue in her mind. She's like, I'm so ready to have this baby. Every mother says that towards the end of a a termed pregnancy, but they don't ever say, I don't think I'm going to have this baby. They have been actively expecting the whole time. They have felt, they have kept themselves stirred up in the fact that they feel that baby kicking around inside. They know something's moving, they know something's growing. And what do they do? They feed themselves, they give it nutrients. So think about that. In the spiritual realm, when God has spoken a word to us, if we are actively waiting in expectation, we got to be feeding that thing. We have to help that thing grow and get the nutrition it needs, the spiritual food it needs, right? So it can develop properly to be all God intended it to be when we birth it out. If we ever think we're expecting too much from God, you have to go back to Ephesians 3.20. Where it says now unto him that is able to do what exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can even ask or think according to the power that works in us. So that's what my expectation level is going to be. Oh, I'm not limiting God. I refuse to limit God. I refuse to put him in a box. I refuse to lower my standard and have God come down and just meet me at that level of standard because I lowered it. No, you said you would do exceedingly abundantly above all I could ask or imagine, Lord. And I am actively expecting you to do what you said you're going to do. And that's exceedingly abundantly above all I could ask or think. And I'm yielded. And I'm giving you permission to have your way to bring that forth. The Word tells us we're going to see the goodness of the Lord. Not we will see it in the great by and by, but we don't have to wait till then in the land of the living. Now I'm not. I'm not. You have to be careful here. I'm not, I'm not just saying you can say, "Oh, I'm going to believe the Lord uh, for a mansion, and He's going to give me a mansion," because because I'm actively expecting it has to line up with God's Word. And it has to be what he spoke in either his written word or a word he has given you that does not contradict the written word. I love this scripture in Psalm 27. Wait and hope for and expect the Lord. Expect him. Be brave and of good courage and let your heart be stout and enduring. It really lines up with do not grow weary in well-doing, which I don't know if I ever said that scripture, but it's Galatians 6 9. But it really lines up with that. Wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Psalm 27:14. Let's raise our level. I want to challenge you today to actively expect. God to do all he can do in your life, all he desires to do in your life. Yield to him and give him permission to by saying, have your way. And really watch your words. Our hearts are revealed through our words. And I know God has shown me something and I speak to it. But truthfully, in the waiting, at times I get discouraged. And how do I know that? By my words. I'll be talking with my husband and something will come out and it's like, whoa, wait, that did not line up with what we're actively expecting, what we are having an anticipated expectation of. Those words didn't line up and I have to pull myself back or my husband back. You can ask anybody in my family all the time. It's about the words. I'm like, is that your confession? Is that what you're believing? Is that is that your expectation? And sometimes our words of the Lord being so merciful that he's showing us, even though you're believing for this and you're saying you're believing for this, your heart's not fully there because these words slip out every once in a while. So to say, no, no, I'm not going to say that. No, Lord, I trust. I reel myself back in. Lord, I trust you. I know you're going to do what you said you're going to do. I desire you to have your way in my life, in my family. And I stand on those promises. I'm not going to lower my expectations. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep my expectations up here, higher. I'm going to almost challenge God. Can you meet this expectation up here? I don't ever want to settle for something and look back or be in heaven one day. I don't know if this ever would happen, but this is what I envision and be like, you know, yeah, you had that and it was great, but you could have had this. It was this, but it could have been this. But you didn't have, you weren't actively expecting that. So I couldn't give that to you. When the words of our mouth show us we're not really, our hearts aren't lining up with what we're believing and expecting for. It's It goes deeper than that. And it's the Lord Revealing to us our faith or our trust level needs to be brought up a few notches. And how do we do that? By fellowshipping with him. By putting worship music on. By shifting the atmosphere. By getting in the word of God. By by even linking up with fellow believers like spirit to encourage us. Us encourage them. Oh, no. You, you, when you're around somebody that has an expectation that God's faithful to his word. If it's in his word, he's gonna do it. If it's not in his word, then it's not from God. When you walk away from having a time with someone like that, you're so encouraged. Your expectation level is increased. And there's power in that. The devil looks to get us discouraged. He looks to get us frustrated. He looks for us to lower our expectations. He looks for us to speak against what we're believing the Lord for because our words have power and our words release action. But for us, when we have that moment of speaking against, it shows us we need to realign our heart with what we really are believing for. And we repent for the spoken word and then we take it out by speaking out the promises of God, speaking out faith, speaking out trust. Truthfully, our level of expectation is our level of faith. It is our level of trust. Let's raise it up. Let's have big expectations. Let's actively expect the Lord with boldness to do what he simply said he's going to do. I want to leave you with this scripture. It's in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now faith. Not later faith. Not yesterday's faith. Right now faith. Where are you right now? What are you believing right now? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That's powerful. It's believing God's going to do what he said he's going to do. It's Having a level of expectation that lines up with your now faith. It's an increased, active, anticipated expectancy. Now faith expects good things to happen. It expects God to do what he said he's going to do and nothing less. I just want to challenge you. Raise that level of expectation. Be actively expecting, having anticipated, expectation that God's showing up on your behalf, just like He said He would.